passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 237. Are you not, sure? Not 327. I, <laughs> I got the, each individual number right, but right. I wanted to get it in the right order this time. 237 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Happy Thursday. A little bit different, but happy Thursday. Uh, it's Kyle and Ben, and we're ready to peruse through the golf stories of the week and have some fun talking about it. Got some crazy stats to uh, talk about, some uh, some a uh, little bit of drama um, in the world golf rankings, uh, all kind of stuff. Uh, suspensions, it's going to be a blast. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Uh, college football is in right in the thick of things nfl you probably got your amazon game tonight the amazon nfl game which has <laughs> been pretty cool it's different oh it's- by the way that is to me and our mutual friend zach blackerby and i talked about this if you have not seen the amazon game they do a phenomenal job with it now they've had some service issues the first couple of weeks yeah uh, they seem to have straightened that out last week uh, but if you get a chance, if you got Amazon Prime, I suggest you go and watch that on a Thursday night and them stealing Kirk Herb Street. It's just a cool fan experience. And then bet on it. You can live yes. bet on it. You can first half, second half, middle half, back half, whatever. They got all the different lines you can bet on. Hey, be uh, that guy. Take your laptop or your iPad to wherever it, water and hole you're going to watch it and just sit there and do your live betting while it's going on right there in front of you. Prop oh, yeah. bets no galore. Go ahead. No doubt. Tons of props. Uh, use coupon code BLEAV for your initial deposit and get a 50% bonus on top of your deposit. So give them 100 bucks, you get 50 bucks back free to play with. Stack them and rack them, and let's win some money. Tonight, it could be the night. Bet online is where the game starts. Ben, happy Kyle, Thursday. Happy I Thursday. I adult beverage, and I made it a little strong. Got to be honest with you. I have me one, too. You're going to make fun. It's a... Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> what flavor is that? Peach? Is it peach? It's mango. <laughs> Even worse. He's no. watched when he pees. Go ahead. It's the best, the best, one, best flavor of everything is mango. <laughs> All right. So. Hey, hit uh, me up with those white claw grapefruits. Those things are phenomenal. Ruby course. Reds. Yeah, <laughs> yes. they're good. They're good. So we talked about this story weeks ago, and we knew yeah. something eventually was going to come up, come of it. But uh, Sergio was fined by the DP World Tour for WDing and going to college game day. 
uh, the first uh, week of the game, uh, first week of college football season, uh, the weekend the queen died and they played 54 holes. He withdrew, uh, but he just basically had, he's, had an absolute shit round too, by the way. Yeah, he's bad. And then, but he's just going to go ahead and let his membership expire and that, uh, from the DP world tour. And that makes him completely ineligible for the Ryder cup. So the Ryder cup history that, uh, Sergio had is officially over. Mm-hmm. Um, Sergio, the uh, I think he's is he still the is he the leading um, Ryder Cup points? Is that was that what his deal is? Most that people? I don't that I don't know. It doesn't say that in the article. Which by the way, there's his wife again. Goodness gracious, alive. Um, yeah, most Ryder Cup points ever. Yeah, there it is. Um. Done. He's done. No more. No more Sergio in the Ryder Cup. Okay. First off, my, my my first take on this. Okay. Th- this is bullshit. Which part? Th- this the fact that they're using this and they're 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 banging on the. It's even in in bold print on the article on the sidelines of the University of Texas football game, forty eight hundred miles away, when his wife is fully involved in the university, his in laws are fully involved in the university, and they friggin' live in Austin, Texas, like. If game day's not there and he's not using sideline passes, nobody says a word about this, and it was just a regular old double D or WD. And the old double D. The old double D. A little Freudian <laughs> slip right there from looking at that picture in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> and so <laughs> Yeah. And so uh I, I don't I, I think this is weak, especially with the history that he's if you want to go ahead and say it's been a, a a litany of things that have led up to this with the way he acted out on the PGA tour saying, I'm glad I'll be off this tour here soon. And if you want to say, and he embarrassed us when he was brushing the sand in last year's summer tournaments. And you want, if you want to give out a litany of things that he did wrong and then say, so this was the breaking point. Okay. I got it. But the fact that you just said, yep, he WD'd, we're going to find him. We're kicking him off the tour. He's out of the Ryder Cup. And you throw away all that history. Golf can't – they can't in one ear tell me how much history means to the sport. And in the next year, because I don't like Sergio, but I will say if I'm a European, I want him involved in the Ryder Cup some way or another. Okay. All right. So let's take let's take a look, several things you just said and let's break it down. Okay. <laughs> so number one. Sorry, I got, he a, was, got a rant he was, there. I'm he sorry. was only fined by the DP World Tour. Right. Okay. He was fined. He was not kicked off. Right. He was just fined. Okay. So Sergio is choosing to not with renew his membership. Mm. So it's not him. So it's, it's okay. not them kicking him off the tour. He's choosing not to renew it. And okay. he did say, I can't wait to leave this tour. He said it. On, that was on the PGA tour. That was the PGA though. tour. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but he, he did, I mean, they're, they're sort of, you know, the same one and the same. Yeah. Uh, now and their partnership. I still think it's kind of a douchey move to do what he did, no matter what the, uh, the, where college game day was. Uh, there's so many things that go into that. And, and yeah, you did get in the field. You deserve to be in the field. You earn the chance to be in the field. Yeah. But you being in the field, you did take that spot away from somebody. So just going and playing one round and just WDing, uh, kind of douche, kind of a douche move, I think. I but Kyle, are we having this conversation if game day's not that there that day and it's not Alabama, Texas playing? 
But you, the thing if is, if that's Texas TCU and he does the exact same thing and it's not on television, are we even having this conversation? But the thing, but that's, but it's part of the conversation. Like what, I mean, what other things could come up where he just says, I, I'm going to go because I'm Sergio Garcia. And if I screw around and don't like where I'm at after the first round, I'm just going to take myself out. I'm just going to withdraw and screw, basically screw somebody over. Like, I don't care that he got the spot. I don't care that he was in the tournament. Like the yeah. other little babies, you know, cried and bellowed about. Yeah, but, I got you there. But for him to just do that, you know, he did take somebody's spot. So at least go freaking try. Like at least go play, play your two rounds, get cut, and then whatever. I don't know. I kind of think he should, he deserved at least a fine because I mean it's clearly in the rules. Like you can't just do that. You have to be. You can't go shoot eighty and pull yourself out. Like there. Has yeah, to be you an, you have to have a doctor's excuse or yeah, your agent has to you know put a statement out that says. Because you've seen guys that have said that they were even WDN for mental health issues. I mean, they could have, they could have said that. I mean, not not that I'm discounting that. I'm just saying there's been stuff that's not been a physical ailment that guys have WDN for and not been questioned about. He just basically, it, I think both are at fault here, yeah. and I think I think both can be true. I think both Sergio and the DP World Tour are at fault here. And, and the reason being is because, as I said, it, and I know you said it's part of it, but still, if he's not on television that next day nothing is probably being said about this whatsoever if he just goes and goes to a game with his wife and they just do whatever some random game probably nothing is said um but the fact that he now the part on his fault like you said with him wd and and then not giving a viable excuse i'm telling you man they, these guys will make up you know it was said before numerous times that now that you see all the health issues he has, but like Tiger used to do that, they'd say when but he you played don't bad, have... he'd end up WD and because he was playing bad and he'd give an excuse like my boots weren't firing. Or well, my... that's the thing. Like you don't even have to have a very good excuse. Right. Like, it's yeah. kind of like calling in sick and then your boss sees you out of the beach the next day, like that day. Like, wait a minute. You said you were sick. You, sick, a... you say you're sick and then Kyle tags you in a golf post because you're out playing and you shot 70 that day and had the round of your life. And Exactly. It's like, what the hell are you doing, Kyle? I called him sick yesterday. Hey, Sergio, here's the deal. Just don't go on TV <laughs> or don't, don't do anything where you're on TV and then maybe you won't get fined. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just think it's – I think the fine was fair. I think the fine was fair. He's let oh, us. I'm not. Win. I'm not discounting the fine. That's why I say they're both at fault. Because now that you said that, because I I just misread it. Now that um, now that yeah, he drew a line in the sand that once they find him, and he was like, okay, well then the hell with you. I just won't renew. Well, now they're both at fault, in my opinion. Because right. I think the fine was fair. Um, so the fact that he stepped, he's stepping away. He he has nothing to. I still say that for what he's done for the European Tour and what he's done for the Ryder Cup. And the history he has, I'm I'm tired of all of this playing out in the media and socially and through agents. I think yeah. some of these players need to sit down with some of these leaders of the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour, and they need to sit behind closed doors and have a friggin' honest discussion about this stuff. Here's an interesting part of this article. So I'm going to read it really quick. Um, it says, uh, you know, this is talking about him giving up. He, he didn't renew his membership. And it says, right. by losing his official membership, Garcia makes himself ineligible to compete in the Ryder Cup next September in Rome. DP World Tour officials are currently trying to prevent tour members who have jumped to the live golf circuit from being able to compete in DP events or earn points to qualify for the Ryder Cup. The matter will be under review in a UK court in February. 
So that's what's interesting to me is that the the people that are still on the DP World Tour and they can play in certain events, I guess they can accrue points towards the Ryder Cup yes. still. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I had I did not know that 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 was still. I thought they basically just said you're done. You can't do that. But I but uh, it's still under appeal on this side. The, I guess the America side of it has ruled. That's that was the whole. We're all uh, having a circle jerk around the, a cell phone at uh, yes. East Lake, waiting uh, for a court ruling or whatever. Um, the UK hasn't decided on theirs yet, so they won't know. We won't really know until February. That so that's an, that's interesting. That's a date to circle. February twenty twenty three is right around the corner. So yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's weird. I Sergio doesn't have a whole lot of life left in him as far as golf goes. He's forty two. He'd been forty three next year. I mean, he could still. Oh, I don't even know if he'd have been playing. I think that would have been more of a coaching decision and and having him out yeah. there and and in the team room. Yeah, but the way the the all time world leader in Ryder Cup points to go out this way, it's just kind of I don't know, kind of leaves a sour taste. In it's right like there. I know it's like Jordan, Jordan, the Wizards, unbelievable. Yeah, like just stay retired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like don't yeah. come back and play for the Wizards. They used to be the Bullets. Uh, it, it's. It, there are going to be some people miss it. Like I'm interested to see how much of this gains ground, how this translate. And, and I'll, and I'll move to kind of another point here talking about Sergio is I'll be interested how Rom reacts to this because they're, they're super close. Uh, the two Spaniards are and Rom being one of the guys that has taken the um, let's call it stance of, I want the best people playing and the best people involved in the Ryder cup and in majors. Cause he took it a step forward. You know, other guys were saying, I want the best people playing the majors, not Rom. Rom was like, I want the best people. It is Europe versus the USA. Give me the best players from Europe and the best players from the USA playing each other. I don't give a damn what tour they play on. does not matter. Yeah. So I'm curious if having a guy like that, that's going to be a pivotal part, of the Ryder Cup, if he has any say with the DP World Tour and the Ryder Cup committee to be able to sit down, somebody like a John Rahm and going, all right, we all need to sit down and have a heart-to-heart here and discuss how we want to handle this moving forward because you got live guys that are drawing lines in the sand, you got the PGA Tour drawing lines in the sand, you got the DP World Tour drawing lines in the sand, and then you got players, you know, themselves drawing lines in the sand. And you know who's losing in this? All of us that are golf fans. Yeah. And point. not that they really care, but at the end of the day, if they're going to continue to say, grow the game, grow the game, and yet they're doing nothing but pissing us off as fans, they're not growing the game. Nope, they could be shrinking it. <laughs> the opposite of it. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that insight. <laughs> They don't call hey, it the best color about... man in the business for nothing. Exactly. Dynamite <laughs> drop in, Monty. Hey, you want to talk about growing the game? Let me talk about growing your golf game wardrobe. Oh. Check out swannies.co and grow your golf style game uh, from printed polos to solid polos to striped polos, any kind of polo you can imagine. Then you got your pullover. It's pullover season. I got a four, mm-hmm. I got, I got my a quarter zip on right now. Uh, hoodies are in. Hoodies are back. Uh, hoodies never left. They're hoodies they're they're left. they're in style, and now golf has uh, absorbed it, and they Swannies has you covered. So uh, check them out. Use coupon code Swanee, uh not Swannies. Use coupon code DadbyGolfPod-dash twenty five. Take twenty five percent off your Swannies order. Not just one order, but literally anytime you want to go, just yep. continue to use that code, and it'll work. Uh, hats, 
we already talked about shirts, outerwear, shorts. They have everything. Uh, T-shirts. Uh, love them. Uh, check them out. Save big. Uh, look good. Feel good. Play good. Swannies.com. Life's a party. Dress for it. They actually got some uh, cool tiger gear. Yeah, they do. They do. I got um, I got a cool T-shirt that says uh, red is for Sundays. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we both have that. And then I got the sweatshirt last year. Just said the goat. The goat on it's it. got the, yeah, it's got the tiger goat up a on goat the chest. with tiger stripes. Yep. yep. Love it. Love it. Speaking of Tiger Woods. That's what's uh, a transition. That's why we did trans- this business. What a transition. Tiger Woods. This could be the most depressing stat ever. <laughs> I'm going to share it with you. Um, but we're going to share some good stats with you too. Along I'm going to share this stat with you. It's sobering. It's, it's real. And it just is what it is. Um, Tiger Woods has officially dropped to 1,206th in the official world golf ranking, the lowest position he's seen in his career. And that Ouch. even is that even from like 97 when he came forward? Because don't you get given first couple of weeks, you get given status? I mean, it says in the article it's the lowest in his career. So I guess, yeah, he must have been. Somebody must have thought he was better than that even when he started and he had not even had a round under his belt. He got all the way to 1,199th, so just like eight eight or nine spots away Okay, and in seven, was that, 2017. Was, was that, and then he started uh, playing again and had a ninth-place finish in the Hero and jumped all the way up to 668. So he's been riding that way for a while. So 17, guess, was, 17 it was rehab year from – being in rehab and his arrest that has the great picture that the guy wore the t-shirt and tiger gave him a smile when he saw him at the next tournament. And then I don't know how far he dropped when he had the Elon situation with the car crash must not have been like, I mean, since you said 17 was the other lowest, it couldn't have been lower than that, I guess. Um, but I know he dropped because he stayed out of golf for a while. Just, just your absence from golf is going to drop you because you're not getting in rounds and he's missing a ton uh, and this is nothing new. I mean, he missed a ton, as I said, in the car wreck in the in the early 2000s, and then he missed a ton in his rehab stint where with the pain pills and all that in 17, and now his leg, which I, I'm not speculating whatsoever, but I hope we're over the pain pill situation because judging by the looks of that leg, I'm sure he's had to take a couple here and there. Yes. Um, and so uh, let's hope that situation's over with. So If he um, plays, if he were to play in the hero, I mean – He's going to jump way back up because it's a limited field stat and that you do get world golf ranking points for, obviously, because he jumped. Mm-hmm. Um, so just by playing in it, he's going to jump back up. So so uh, this may be the lowest ever because he may – if even if he finished middle of the pack, he'll probably jump up just because the field's so – I mean, it's basically yeah. the top 30 golfers. Yeah, he'll jump inside the top 1,000 with just yeah. halfway decent, halfway decent finish. And then he won't get any points for the PNC – um, but yeah, man, and I guess that's just a sobering reality of where Tiger is um right now. I mean, he's forty seven and uh on the back end of it and uh it's just um I think just, uh, he's tough. I think he's a realist about it though, Kyle. I think he knows. I mean, since he's been out of golf and he just can't play I mean he's he's not whining about it. Um he's yeah. not like dwelling on it. I think he you know, you're talking about a guy that stayed up there at number one so many years in a row that feat will never be top if it does it'll probably be top like outside of our lifetime or something 
yeah. uh, or, or some new finale or, or it could be Charlie that makes that run. I don't know. Uh, a little bit later on. Um, I still don't know that in, anybody, the way people have gotten into golf and the way the players are now, I don't know. Tiger secure. Tiger is the reason that Tiger's uh, record will never be broken. Right. Exactly. He's, he's or basically Jack, Tiger and Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Because that he got so many people into golf. Yeah, it'll take twenty. Own. It'll take twenty plus years for like the memory of Tiger to sort of mm-hmm. twenty plus years after today. Like, I mean, we're talking twenty plus years from today. Like yeah. when he's you know seventy or whatever, uh, before people start, you know, maybe the popularity of the game starts to dwindle a little bit, and then like somebody could step up and go on a run. I mean, it's just no way right now. There's just too many good good golfers, or if live. It could um, be more than twenty because I don't think with the kind of money that's being doled out now on both the PGA Tour and Live Tour, it the unpopularity ain't going away. It's a good point. It's a great if point. You're, if your kid can hold a club, you want them going out there and swinging it because if they can go out on the Live Tour and do like that kid that made four million dollars after he dropped out of college to go play on the Live, and everybody's like, "That's stupid." Yeah, he's got four million dollars to laugh at all y'all's faces. You know what? You're stupid. How do you feel now? <laughs> How do you feel about that? So with that sobering stat, it's just hard yeah. to believe. Like. Oh man, Tiger! But to remember the greatness, I want Ben to read this stat that we shared today. That just will absolutely blow your mind. This will, this, this will, this will rock your whole world. It's funny because when I the first time I read it, Kyle said, "Are you sure that it's that long? Is it not just from '97 to 2000?" No, you want to hear about domination? '97 to 2009, so over ten years, and he in majors, his score to par was 134 under. Now, that's impressive enough. Yes. Here's the next impressive thing. The next guy to him, Phil Mickelson, also during his heyday, right around that time as well. Phil was 99 over. In wow. That. This is – that he, he and Phil's the only player within 250 strokes of Woods. Think about that. that. Sa- in that same time. And then, also during that heyday, because he was playing right along with Tiger and competing with him in those majors, Ernie Els, he's plus 118 in the majors. So nobody else is even under par, and Tiger's 134 under par, and the closest one to him is Phil, who's 99 over. It's incredible. So that the- is, That's 11 years of golfing your ball. That he would... He went I mean, swing changes during think that about time. that. Think about that. Think about that. Let's go go back. Like really think about that. Tiger Woods in you said ninety seven to two thousand nine, so twelve yeah. years. Yep. So twelve years. That's forty eight majors. Twelve times four. Twelve forty eight majors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you take Phil one on one for forty eight majors, four rounds each, however many holes that is, mm-hmm. Tiger beats him by how many strokes? Two hundred fifty strokes. 200. <laughs> hey, over the next 12 years, I'm going to spot you 250. You good? I'm going to spot you 249 over the next 12 years, and I'm going to beat you. How I mean, about that? Goodness gracious, alive, man. It just, when I read that, I was just sitting there thinking, it, it, he, you want to talk about growing the game of golf. This was, this was when I was in college. I was in college in the late 90s. We were literally setting our VCRs on Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays so we could go do other things and recording Tiger Woods. And Sunday afternoon was must-see TV for anybody that was a golf fan 
to sit down and watch pro golf on a Sunday afternoon because Tiger was going to be in the hunt regardless of what tournament it was. So Tiger, for every major between 97 and uh, 2009, could walk could have walked up the field and said, I will give you one shot every round for the next mm-hmm. 12 years, and you can't beat me. Right. You won't beat me. You'll Our cumulative score to par – I'll give you one shot around. You won't beat me. <laughs> I wish they would. I wish they would release the rest of the list because the the list is it's a minimum seventy rounds. They did say that because sometimes Phil didn't make the cut on some of the majors uh, during that time. Tiger didn't. Tiger made a lot of cuts. That's probably why there's a like a big disparity between the two numbers because uh, Phil would shoot himself out of some tournaments. That's a good point too. Yeah. Um. But but you got a uh, chance to go over too. Right. Right. Like if you play more, that doesn't mean you're going to be under par. Well, people forget he won. He he won the uh, the. Why US having Open. the lead in the clubhouse is a big deal because some but, of the other dudes got to play, can continue to play. You know what I mean? Well, he won the he won the U.S. Open at Pebble by twenty strokes. Fifteen shot, yeah. Over Ernie, I mean, I mean, yeah, fifteen shots. But still, at one point in time, he was twenty one. He was twenty one shots ahead of the second place guy. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? T- like we've talked about the, you know, the. Um, the FedEx Cup championship that takes place in Atlanta and how it's kind of unfair for a guy to start out the tournament at 13 under when everybody else is, or 10 under when everybody else is starting out at even or whatever, like they're getting a 13 stroke head start. It's like, Hey, yeah. Welcome to the early two thousands. Tiger started out a friggin' major 21 shots ahead of the second place guy. Yeah. That's That's unfathomable. And it's so, un- uh, it's unbelievable the golf that was played in that little stretch. I would say I would say from '97 to 2005 was the greatest golf that's ever been played. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, it the was the greatest golf that's ever been played. It, it's funny I, because I was reading through our our YouTube comments. Uh, I was running through some emails today, and sometimes since you check them and I check them, sometimes I don't see if it's been read or not. So I just was I got bored at work, so I was scrolling through them. And somebody even made the point regarding Tiger, and it, it wasn't even related to this discussion. But it was like, man, Elon has made more money than ninety eight percent of the ninety eight percent of the golfers that are on tour right now. And the <laughs> human race, the, the, yeah, than the human race. I mean, she made enough money that as soon as she got the house, she tore it down and rebuilt it because she just said she didn't want to live there anymore. It's like, goodness gracious. I mean, it's just he's the first billion dollar athlete at one point in time. Um, and he, he earned all of it. So yeah, it, that, that time where I talked to people, cause when he first came out, you had, and I'm not going to get into the whole, some people didn't like him because of a race issue or whatever. I don't think in, in my world, none of my buddies liked him because of, or disliked him because of that. They disliked him because he got all the coverage. Um, right. but that's what, that's what sold. And, you know, I liked it because they just happened. Tiger's one of the first people that played in the USAM that they started showing on television. So being able to watch him win the US Amateur a couple of years in a row on TV live, it's kind of like, I call it, I, I tell people of today's generation, uh, and even even my wife who's, who's um, who remembers it too, you know, LeBron was the first guy they started like carrying his high school games. I was like, they did that with Tiger during the USAM. And yeah. that was unheard. A golf channel was there and still fairly new but they didn't carry u.s amateur events until tiger woods came along and then they were like okay we need to put this guy on nbc yeah yeah and so uh 
that that was the quote unquote tiger effect. And that's why you hear all the time. And I I know beating a dead horse, but it's not moving the needle. He's the friggin' needle, man. No doubt. No doubt. And so 97 to 09, that's amazing. 134 under, closest guy to him, almost 100 over par, 99 over par. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, something else is unbelievable, and that's how many features and how awesome a Blue Tees rangefinder can be, and it still be around $300 or less, uh, especially if you use your coupon code, Dad bod and save 10%. I mean, guys, there's no point. Why Why would you spend $600 on a rangefinder anymore? There's no reason. The guys have these people, these direct-to-consumer brands like Blue Tees, they have all the technology, and they're just taking out the middleman. All you're paying for is marketing. That's it. You're paying for the marketing. Uh, why would you do that when you could just have a Blue Tees rangefinder for half the price and still perform the same as all the top brands? I mean, And use us and get a discount code. Exactly. It makes no sense. Get one, man. Get that Bluetooth speaker. I, I said on the last show, I saw one in the wild this past weekend. They're great. They they stick to the the... They stick to the railing. Your your blue tee sticks on the other side. Uh, it's awesome. The only thing you got to be sure is is you get it when you leave because it's just so convenient. You'll forget it, and that's why. Or all you got to do is is do like Kyle's doing a better job of and actually clip it onto the rail instead yeah. of throwing it down in the cup holder. Exactly, but you know, like I said, it's just so convenient. If you don't watch out, you'll just pull it into the cart barn and get up and walk off and forget it. So, uh, one thing it. that we don't mention about blue tees, Kyle, and it hit me the other day because I still haven't had to change it out because I was wondering where they are. You get two free batteries that come with it. Yep. You get the battery that goes in it and then an extra two. So if it goes at now, we, we play a decent amount of golf, not as of late, but usually we play a decent amount of golf. So it gets, our range finders get used quite a bit and I have not had to switch the battery yet. Oh no. Yeah, I know. And and when I do, do, you you got two more. I got two, I got two, two, two excrees. All right, last thing, yep. um, and we'll go through this quick, but Harold Varner continues to be, the, to me, the best level-headed dude that's gone to the uh, gone to the Live Tour and had the best answers every single time he's been asked a question, and he did it again uh, going into the uh, Jeddah Invitational mm-hmm. uh, and did the, you know, in Saudi Arabia, he did the, um, you know, he's doing a press conference and he's asked, you know, basically um, – why the uh, live tour should get world ranking points, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he basically just said, look, uh, I knew what we were getting into. We all did. We knew this was, uh, we knew it was going to be a battle. We knew it was going to be uh, a struggle. It wasn't going to be easy. And the, ch- and the, uh, uh, the, you know, the uh, opportunity that that wasn't going to, that you couldn't get a work for official world golf ranking points was going to be on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of flies in the face of all these announcers and and uh, columnists and TV personalities that are saying, "Oh, their agents duped them. The Live Tour lied to them. The Live Tour pulled the wool over their eyes." They said, "No, no, they no. they that was part of that was part of this whole thing." Clearly, uh, J- uh, he says it right now. I knew, I knew, you know, I knew that was an opera that was that could possibly be on the table. Mm-hmm. Again, I said it before. I'll say it again. The money is life-changing. It's absolutely life-changing. And Harold Varner can change his grandkids' lives, his great-grandkids' lives with this money. And he can also do amazing things through his foundations and charities, which I know he will. Yes. Uh, and it, it's just we gotta quit, we gotta quit lying, like just blatantly lying about this thing. 
And like, Kyle, we we know some is. we know some people, some usual people that know Harold Varner too. Yes, he's a good dude. He's just like he's not. This is not for show. It's this him. is him. This who he is. is him. I'm such this a big is, fan. Such yeah. a huge fan. What are you hey, saying? He's still got his Jumpman stuff on too. So he, and and that's another thing that I liked about it. He yeah. was kind enough to reach out to Jordan and said, "If you tell me not to wear it, I won't." But I really would, and and he said, I'll let you and the agents deal with it as far as what we do moving forward, as far as sponsorships and all that. But I like the gear. I'm a big fan of yours, and I would like to keep wearing it if at all possible. And he still got it on. Yep. So absolutely, they never gave an official. They never gave an official word from Jordan what he said about it, but he's still wearing it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, he went. He went on to say one of his quotes. He said, "Because everybody, you just talked about how the announcers are anti. You know, they're." Live, pull the wool over their eyes. Live, lied to them. You know the the uh, Greg Norman didn't tell them the whole truth. Harold comes out and he says, "Quote: I think people at Live have done an unbelievable job of just trying, because I don't know the check marks, and I could care less. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew what could happen to my career, and I went ahead and accepted it. Exactly. And that is so refreshing to see somebody like him say that because the Chamblees of the world." And some of the other talking heads that have said live has lied. This kind of solidifies what you and I have talked about, where we've said, I still think live is reaching for a lot of things because they're trying to get some checkpoints so they can hit those checkpoints. Yeah. And, uh, and the next year when it comes and they've already talked about that. Like they've already said it's in the works to go to 72 holes, to go to cuts. And so you can tell live has taken their notes of what they say you have to do in order to qualify for various points, whether it be uh, World Cup point or World points or or ranking points or whatever, you know, Ryder Cup points, whatever it may be. And these guys are hitting the check marks. And Harold said that he he said, "Look, that's their job. That's you know, I'm working for them now. They're they're hitting the check marks. I'm here to play golf." You know, you're talking about check marks. There's nobody that was waiting for this question more than Graham McDowell. <laughs> He was so prepared. For he and this his question. he and his agents stayed up the night before and really went over. I notes. think Greg Norman may have wrote this. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I, I really do believe this. Uh, so that he was the one that answered this question first when they asked about you know the live tour applying for official world golf ranking points, and he goes, and I'm I read this in his accent, but I can't do the accent. The word official has to go away from official world golf rankings if they don't care of the players out here boom <laughs> tell me that wasn't rehearsed i mean it, <laughs> it 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 sounded it sounded good but then when you see it in black and white you're sitting there going like when you read it on a screen or on a piece of paper i'm like yeah somebody coached him to do that but that's There's fine. no doubt there's yeah. that hey listen that's fine here's the best thing they didn't let Harold in on the notes because, like, it says in the very next line, it's like Varner paused in admiration of McDowell's monologue, and he goes, "That was unbelievable, your answer." So apparently, nobody <laughs> gave him the notes on that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. I love it though. I love stuff like that when when people are it's when you're in a debate or you're in a, and you have like a good one, you know what I'm yeah. talking about, and they oh, finally yeah. serve it up to, you and you're like, that little, you know, that meme with the dude peeping out behind the tree, going like this. Oh yeah, there's yeah. ready for it. He was ready for it. He was he ready was, for it. He, that's what I'm saying. Over the last probably three weeks with the three tournaments, he and his agent have rehearsed this, and somebody was dumb enough to ask it. He's finally he's ready. And to he, it, you know, he was sitting there going, 
Thank you. Licking my chops. Here we go. That's <laughs> uh, good stuff. It's, almost, it's uh, almost like it's like one of those lawyers in a court of law where somebody says something on the stand and they're like, okay, here we go. Got I got you now. <laughs> got him. That's all I needed was that one statement, and now I get to run with this. And that's Love exactly it. what he did. Absolutely. Uh, great stuff. Uh, great week. Uh, enjoy, um, enjoy some golf this weekend. You got another, I think is another back to back is live. I think, uh, the Jetta Cla- uh, invitational. And then mm-hmm. a couple of weeks we have the finale and do, um, Doral. Uh, there's a PGA tournament. I mean, it's just, Oh, by the way, it's on the, the one Colin. Thing. It's the Zozo, isn't it? Yeah. It's the Zozo and they're picking, uh, Colin to possibly win it. They're saying that he's, he's got an opportunity to, uh, repeat. So just course fits his eye. Um, I will say this, uh, you mentioned the live thing. One thing that we talked about, about the numbers being down, I didn't think about this. One of our viewers, I don't know if this is true or not, but congratulations to this viewer if they're telling the truth whenever they commented on our uh, YouTube page, which, by the way, we do read those guys. If y'all will go to the YouTube page and comment on some of the stuff, we read them, and that's why I'm addressing it right here, is it was nice of them to put this on there. They don't, over in Europe and over in some of the countries overseas, they're actually blocked from YouTube from being able to watch it. And so they actually carry it on various televisions. So the U- the YouTube numbers were down because there were 29 networks that were carrying the live event on television overseas. The Americans are just the ones that are still pissed about the live tour. So they weren't carrying it, but it was, it was being carried on television in Australia. And I mean, over in London, I think the guy that actually typed that was from, he, I think it said he was from London. He said he was able to watch it on television. So he didn't have to watch it on YouTube. Interesting. So, Bangkok's um, also twelve hours different, so right. I mean, that that matters. And, that, and he said that that it's tomorrow, it. right yeah. Now. And and so they were they were saying that they had an opportunity to watch it in other ways. They chose not to watch YouTube. So there you go. There's that. That's awesome. Well, good deal, uh, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll chat back uh, around the first of the week, uh, and hopefully you play some golf this weekend. I have club championships, so hopefully we'll have some club championship stories. Uh, really? So, yeah, club championship this weekend. We're gonna have some fun. I'm going to have family in, play some golf, a bunch of golf. Uh, I know one guy not playing in it. That's you. Well, yeah, because I'm not a member of the club. Um, (laughs) But Nate Pass won't be playing in it because he's going to be out at a live broadcast remote with me on the radio stations on uh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yep. You and Nate will be having friendship all weekend, so that's great. It'll be a great weekend. Uh, Watch some football, bet on some football using Bet Online, and uh, just have a blast. And we'll talk back uh, at the beginning of next week. So, Episode 237 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. We're always, always You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.